Okay, so I'm going to be honest with you. Nonverbal communication was a trait that I actually adopted and thought it was just a freaking superpower. And I was like, hey, guess what? Like what I can do. And I just brushed it off like it was nothing. It's not just like nonverbal communication to people that can't speak or or nonverbal communication to animals because you definitely can't speak. But you can tell by, you know, the way that they're like looking at you or, or their body language or, you know, just a vibe, right? Just, just an aura that comes off. Oh, I'm going to tell you something. I adopted that for many, many years of my life and was like, this is just my superpower. This is just what I can do. Okay. And I'm not even joking you. I did not realize this until recent when I was scrolling through TikTok and the TikTok was talking about this and how it comes from childhood. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. It's just me. I'm a cancer. That's just what we do. We're intuitive. And I'm like, oh my God, how many freaking brain books have I freaking read? How many mental disorders have I been through to like just disregard this one? Oh my God. So I'm here to talk to you guys about this because I don't know. You probably already know this. Okay. A lot of people are very educated these days and I love that for you. But for me, I've ignored it and thought it was just a personality trait. Here's why. So growing up, mm -hmm, growing up, um, I always thought I could read a room. I thought I went into the room and I could tell if you're mad, angry, happy, so I could feel it, right? Or if I've never met you before and you come into this group and, you know, you talk, I can already tell who you are, what your intentions are, how bad of a person you could be. And I'm like, wow, this is a fucking superpower. And I thought it was fake until I started doing it. I was in a like, musical group um, a good amount of years back and there was new people coming in, right? People wanting to be a part of what we were doing or, you know, people that want to represent us or give us like deals or, you know, management or whatever. And they would come in and have meetings and I would sit there and I would just already know who, you, who they were. And I didn't trust them. There was, there was so many people I did not trust and I knew we were going to screw us over. And I said that to the team and the team didn't listen. And then all of a sudden, a few weeks to a month later, guess who got screwed over? Mm-hmm. And guess who was like, hey, what was that? Hmm. And then they started to believe me. And I was like, wow, this is just a fucking super. I literally can tell who you are before I even know who you are. I think that's wild. Okay. So I just, you know, I was like, damn, this is cool. Yeah. So people would always come to me. Hey, do you think this person is a vibe? Do you think this person is, you know, a good person? It cuts off though. This is what's funny is if you are not, if I don't find you attractive, or I'm not attracted to you, I, um, I will see all that. But if I'm attracted to you, I don't see a single fucking flaw. I don't see it. I'm still working through that. But um, anyway, I genuinely thought it was a superpower. And I started reflecting because I saw that TikTok and I was like, wait a minute. Oh, so, so I can read people so well because of my past. I come from a household of abuse. Emotional, physical, mental. It was it was very TikToky. It was very okay, um don't step on the landmine you're about to step on if you get my drift. So, growing up, I had to look from a distance and analyze what was going on in the situation so that I didn't get myself in something that I didn't want to be in. I didn't want to do something wrong. I didn't want people to yell at me, scream at me, throw shit at me. I 
so I did everything. I tried to, you know, have a chipper mood, even though I was dying inside. I tried to clean up my messes. I tried to make sure that, I mean, this wasn't just in my own household. When I went over to friends' houses, I did the same shit. And their parents were like, wow, you are so well, you know, mannered. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, it ain't from my parents. I can tell you that. Because <laughs> they ain't. <laughs> I didn't grow up in, in a mannered home. But, what was that? Go get it, bug. Go get it. What was it? Go get it. Sorry, my dog. Listen, we take little pauses through this podcast. We's just a natural human. My dog heard something. I said, you go get it. Okay, anyway, back to what I was saying. I didn't grow up in a mannered home. I didn't have those. But when I went over to, uh, like, my friend's house, I would always clean my dish. I would always make sure that, you know, I took off my shoes. I would always make sure that I was quiet. I would always make sure I didn't, you know, talk too loud or do anything, you know, out of the norm. I really sheltered myself. And everyone's like, wow, you're just such a good role model for my kids. And I love that. And in my head, I'm like, what the f- Okay, because when I wasn't around parents and I was with my friends, I was just this bubbly, loud, adventurous human being, a whole new person. But when it came to my household or, you know, friends, parents or teachers or, you know, going to church or anything, I was a different human. I was a I don't want to, you know, have anyone yell or scream or be upset with me or make me feel like shit. You know what I mean? So I I tiptoed for so many years. I didn't understand that because of all of that, that's why I overanalyze and overthink so fucking much. In relationships, it's the most difficult for me. It put me through hell. Yeah, I've been, um, I always attract narcissists. And um, I'm going to be honest, that's what I, that's my track record. All right. But I didn't know that until I knew it. (laughs) And it was too fucking late. But anyway, through those relationships, I never felt safe. I never felt like I was okay to speak about my feelings because I didn't want it to throw off anything. I didn't want to upset them. I didn't want them to feel less than or, or like they're not doing their job or not being man enough. Like I went through the fucking ringer. I became someone I did not fucking recognize. I was a f- people pleaser. It was a man pleaser, not a people pleaser. I'm not even joking you. It was a man pleaser damn (laughs) but not in that way okay um (laughs) you know what I mean but I was just like holy shit I don't know how it actually feels to not worry about other people's existence so I you know me being a cancer which is um my zodiac sign I always have to preface that because some people think I say I have cancer so I always have to preface that it's my zodiac sign I'm a cancer July and I used to read my, my fucking horoscopes every day and my traits. And I was like, I'm intuitive. I'm caring. I'm nurturing. I'm all of these things. I'm understanding. I'm blah, 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 blah. And I adopted that. I adopted it hard. And I said, this is just who I am. I just feel so much, which is true, which is facts, right? Because I was forced to feel it. I was forced to understand people's emotions without them telling me. So in relationships, I would you know, focus on if they had a bad day, I would have a bad day and I would stay out of their way or I would do more for them, right? I would put myself at the forefront even though my day wasn't over and I had things to work on for my fucking self. I dropped all that shit, put that shit on the back burner and I 
put them at the forefront as if they were me. As if I should nurture and take care of them because they need me. Because that's what relationships are. No, they're not. No, they're not. But I also didn't have any healthy <laughs> any healthy relationships in my life to go off of. Right? So I'm like, well, I'm going to do it different. I'm going to be there for them whenever they need me. If they need a, a fucking ride to the work at 4 o'clock in the morning, I got you. If they need my attention, I got you. Even if they didn't, but they were at home, I still dropped everything and just kind of was there to be like, hey, if you need me, I'm here. If you need me, I'm here. I'm available. What the fuck? Mentally, I, I, I was going through it. But I'm also genuinely a caring human. I always have been. Always will be. But there's limits, right? There's limits to this fucking shit. It's wild to me. Even today, as we speak, there is things that I have let slide or things that I put on the back burner or have been, oh my God, anxiously attached to because I don't want it to leave. I don't want them to think that I'm less than of anything. I am tired. You're tired. I know you're fucking tired. That's not you. The reason you're so exhausted and tired and non-motivated and don't feel good is because that is not you. That is not you. That should never be you. But it is you right now. Right? That's me. It was me until I started setting the boundaries. Go check out the other podcast episodes. Okay? On how I just recently set some fucking boundaries last year. Want me to update you a little bit? The boundaries are fucking beautiful. Because mentally, I'm here. I have never felt my own self in a long motherfucking time. And I mean, you know, like, when you're in a relationship and you're just in your head so much and because you overanalyze, you feel as though you're probably better off out of the relationship because you're better single? The only reason you think you're better single is because you're yourself and you're single. That has to do with the fact that you are people-pleasing and you gotta fucking stop. It's not because you need to be out of the relationship. Unless it's a very toxic one. I'm glad that you're, you know, fishing through that. But I need you to understand that it's not because it's toxic. It's because you are letting yourself not be you. You're putting them first. And they don't deserve first place. You do. I don't care who is in your life. I don't care if it's your wife, your husband, your girlfriend, your boyfriend. I don't care. You come first. Do you understand? This is why. Because you cannot love that person if you do not love yourself properly. Okay, and everyone needs to hear this. Everyone, if you do not love yourself, you should not be in a relationship with somebody because you cannot properly love them. And that is not okay. That is not okay for them. That's rude, disrespectful, hurtful. Why would you do that? Find a way to love yourself so that you can love people better. That's it, simple. Anyway, put yourself first. Love you. (laughs) Sorry, I just came through. I just came through today. That's all, that's all, that's all. Anyway, back to what I was initially saying it's like I just I just did that I just constantly fucking did that shit and that's just not we ain't doing that we ain't doing that I had this feeling and I want to explain this feeling to you because this feeling comes up or it came up before in this relationship that I'm in now and I said oh it's time to call it right because I had it my last one and the reason I had it is because it was an ancient 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 anxious attachment to this person and it came up 
And I told himself, if I was ever going to feel like that again, I got to go. Right? And it's facts. I do. If I feel like that, then I'm, I'm doing something wrong. And I didn't go because I don't need to go. I need to work through it. So I realized it. And it's this feeling of, if you say something, this feeling was a long time ago, guys. Okay. It's not recent. This feeling came up of, okay, I want to share how I feel and how something makes me feel to this person. And I'm going to do that. So my dumbass sends it in a text because it's easier for me to get out when it's a text, but I still got to work on that because face-to-face is a lot better. That person gives me a response I did not want. I did not need. And it dropped my stomach into this pit of despair and I didn't do anything until they got home. I see, uh, no, I sat on the damn couch. My stomach hurting. I'm crying my eyes out. I'm shaking. I have so much anxiety just because I didn't get a response from a person that I was expecting. Because I'm going to tell you something, that person shouldn't have responded that way in the first place. Because I'm showing you, you know, my vulnerability here and you're tearing it apart. That was a red flag. I understand that. But also it was a anxious feeling that I never wanted to feel again because I had that in my last relationship and it tore me to pieces. I tore myself to pieces because I put that on them. And so I started to set the boundaries and I started to feel a little bit, you know, better with myself and my decisions and the way that I can now today, I'm so proud of myself. I can now bring up things regardless of the response or not. They're on their own journey I can't control what they're going to say or how they feel about it. I can only tell them how I feel in the moment. And it helps me. And I'm going to tell you something that is very important. If you're in a relationship or a friendship or even with your family, if you bring something up and they make you feel a type of way of they're just negative towards it, they disregard it or they get defensive. I'm going to tell you something right now. That has nothing to do with you. That has to do with them. And also, you do not deserve to be in a situation like that. Especially if you come up very honest and open with how you're feeling in the moment. And calmly and not defensively or not, you know, blaming it on them. There's a way to communicate your feelings without blaming someone else. But it's hard sometimes. But if you can do that and that person still treats it like it's your fault or treats it like it doesn't matter and they don't want to fucking hear it that person is not supposed to be there honey it hurts to hear but it's fucking facts it's true you don't need to waste your time anymore or your energy or the love that you can give to give back oh my god 29 year old carissa could like oh my god take on the world i wish i was 29 you know 15 years ago you know what i mean (laughs) I'm just kidding but for real where the fuck was the wisdom oh I had to go through all this all right well I'm grateful for it nevertheless um anyway so anyway (laughs) I love you guys I just wanted to come and talk to you while I'm in a chipper mood today I'm gonna be honest it's Tuesday but it's Wednesday for you it's Tuesday for me because I don't know what tomorrow's gonna bring and today I got it And if today I got it, I'm going to give it. You know what I mean? Facts. I'm in a good mood because ain't nobody here. Ain't nobody in my life. I have nothing to do today other than my... I'm going to rephrase that. (laughs) 
I have nothing to do today other than things that I want to do. <laughs> so I, I'm living. I'm living my life right now. But I'm also just noticing these things. And I love to talk to you guys about these things because, yeah, you might have already went through the journey, right? You've already noticed it. But a lot of people haven't. So if you're listening to this and you've already been through it, I'm proud of you. I'm so proud of you. But um, you could have told me earlier, you know? You could have helped a girl out. <laughs> so I'm trying to help someone out. And I hope that helps. I hope you just understand that you're meant to be extremely happy in this world. And not in the sense of someone else bringing you that happiness. You got to bring it to yourself. Okay? You don't need to navigate your life with anxiety anymore. I know it's easier said than done, Carissa. Yes, I know. Trust me. Oh my God. I have to tell you guys something. Okay. So you know Celsius or like Alani News, those little sports energy drinks? I don't know if I updated you. I stopped drinking them two months ago. I no longer suffer with travel anxiety. Remember when I was telling you guys about my travel anxiety? Yeah. Stop fucking drinking them. And boom. I don't have travel anxiety and I don't have uh, bubble guts to where um, they forcefully come out. And um, TMI? No. I'm just telling you the truth. Those energy drinks just mess with my um, nervous system and my digestive system. Like a motherfucker. I thought I needed them to, you know, get my workout in, which they helped. But it's the aftermath. It wasn't just in the moment. I didn't just burn it off. It was still in my system. And because I was drinking them every day, like if you were to drink coffee, that's what I was doing before my workouts. They were just causing, they were just wreaking havoc all over my body. And I didn't know that. So I stopped drinking them and I feel so much fucking better. Like my stomach isn't like constantly upset and my IBS isn't flaring up as much as it used to. And I'm just like living my best life right now. And I'm just going to coast on it until something else upsets it. Right now I'm drinking protein drinks. Um, from Premier Protein. They're like those pre-made um, shakes. I'm drinking those with a shot of espresso in my own. And I love it because I'm getting 30 grams of fucking protein. And how you doing? My body was lacking it. Can you tell? I could tell. Because my muscle wasn't staying. I was losing weight, but I wasn't ga- or keeping my muscle. And I wasn't gaining and toning up. So I'm like, okay, how to switch this shit up. I need protein in my body. Yeah, Carissa, we know that. Okay. <laughs> Listen, it's an update. And I have ADHD, so I really wanted to tell you before I forgot. And now I forgot what I was actually speaking to you before I talked about this. Anyway, I love you guys so much. And I, I want to keep this one short today. <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> come on now. I just wanted to, you know, come in and let you guys know what I'm now facing and going through. And healing from. And learning. I think it's really cool that I can, you know, go into a room and read someone. But also, I understand that it's because of past. It's because I, you know, didn't want someone to be upset with me I didn't want to you know light the fuse because when you're dealing with people in addiction it's a war zone you never know what you're gonna get and it really shaped me as a kid it's crazy but I'm so proud of it I'm so proud of where I came from even though you know if you're in the moment you're not proud of it you want, you want to run away from it, but I'm going to tell you right now, years from now, you're going to learn it and you're going to be proud of it. And that's when you, you come to terms with who you are and you're going to grow. Because if you're just denying the fact that you went through something or you're hating it or you're in your journey of, you know, you know grieving, you're not going to get to the, to the part where you're, you're proud of it. 
And you need to be there in order to fully reach your potential mentally. I love you guys so much. I really fucking do. Oh my God. I, I, the amounts of times I just wish we could sit in a room and talk. I truly do. It's amazing. Anyway, um, thank you for the support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for, you know, following the Finding Your Mind podcast page on Facebook. You guys are taking off, looking beautiful. Got a new broadcast channel over there. I kind of share like daily little positive things in the morning. Sometimes things that I'm going through, but I'm facing and I'll just chit chat through the broadcast channel. So go, go fucking join that. Because if you don't join it, like, what are you doing with your life? You know what I mean? I'm just kidding. Okay, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I'll see you guys next week. But also, you will get daily things if you just go over the broadcast channel. It's just Facebook slash Finding Your Mind podcast. And you'll see it. It'll be right there. Love you. Have a great day. Bye.